We were asked, have we ever not gotten something that we were manifesting? The answer probably won't surprise you. But if we started manifesting something new today, we would do this first. We also talk about the most direct way to manifest addiction away for a loved one. And should you be manifesting multiple things at once or keep it simple by sticking to just one? Hello and welcome to Law of Assumption Mastery Talk with me, Sarah Kilkenny. And me, Craig Warner. This is the podcast where we answer your personal development questions on anything and everything that goes into manifesting your dream outcomes. And remember, the first rule about Law of Assumption, you don't tell anyone about the Law of Assumption. Let's get into it. So we'll start with question number one. Yes, let's start. Angel numbers. We just got 11-11 on our phone. We'll Ooh. talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> so question one, question one. What if you're not feeling excited or ecstatic while you're visualizing your desire during your imaginary act? Will it still happen? As for me, every time and after I do my imagination act, I feel nothing. I just feel calm. Am I doing it wrong? So visualizing, probably my favorite way to manifest you're not feeling excited. Um, you're not feeling excited or ecstatic while you're doing it. Now, whilst we we do always teach that it is your emotion that you attach to your visualization to try and feel those feelings, even though they're not here. If you're feeling calm in this situation and, and you feel calm about it, then you don't necessarily need to feel ecstatic or excited, I don't think. The other side of it is that if you don't feel ecstatic and excited about it, why are you manifesting it? Because we manifest things to make us feel happy. If we're consciously creating, you know, when we're, when we're subconsciously manifesting things as we manifest 24 seven, then, you know, we're not visualizing all of those things all the time. And it's not the only way to actually manifest, but, um, you know, that might be something that you need to look at yourself. You know, if you're not feeling excited by it, why are you manifesting it? Maybe you're not manifesting the thing that you really should be trying to manifest or you want to manifest in. But if you do feel calm into it, that's also a, a very, very, very powerful, I think, is a very powerful place to be, is calm. Yeah. So, okay, you're not feeling you know, excited or ecstatic. That's okay. It truly is okay. As long as you feel good, that's fine. Because remember, you're manifesting something consciously here is because you want to bring it into your um, awareness and to your existence. So if you don't feel excited about it, then I think you're probably putting too much emphasis on it where it's like you, you're you like, I have to do this properly. I'm trying to do this properly. Why am I not thinking about it? Right. And you're putting too much into it. All you need is just them like a fleeting thought. You know, when you think of something that you don't want and it comes in and it goes back out. That's, that's basically the same thing you need to do with, you know, your visualizations in your conscious creating. You just think of it, you feel good, you let it go. Now, I think the reason why you could be not feeling excited here is because are you trying too hard? Yeah. So are you taking away the happiness of what you're trying to create? And because you're probably putting too much... That's big. Yeah. That that gets really big on it when you start to, like say, you start to really try burn out and get this thing that you want. Yeah. And you almost start to lose the... The excitement The excitement for it. for it or the love for it. You almost start to... It starts to get a thing of, I really want this thing yeah. rather than, I can't wait to have this thing. Like I, I'm when I visualize, I, I wouldn't necessarily say that I get particularly excited because every, it feels like you already has it. Yeah. So maybe so, that's why. <laughs> but I feel great about it. I feel good about it. I feel how, you know, how amazing it will feel when I when I when I realize the thing that yeah. I'm visualizing. 
you know it could just be again it could just be your own way you're sort of like sabotaging yourself thinking i have to feel so you know aesthetic yeah about you it. have to feel so you, you don't you, you really don't and, and if you do that's great if you do you know if you so if you don't then i wouldn't think um of it too much in a way where you know you know am i feeling this am i feeling that you will learn you know along the way and if you feel not excited about your manifestation right now, then maybe you can program yourself to feel excited about it. You know, how would you feel if you had that? What would you be doing with that manifestation? And if you can see yourself, you know, you know that you would feel excited if you had your SP. You know you would feel excited if you had more money because you'd be able to do the things that you want to do, like treat people, treat yourself, pay your bills, your rent, etc., and so forth. And I think excitement, you know, it differs from person to person because yeah. you know what makes me excited could make someone else just you know. Like- I mean, I'm massively unexcitable <laughs> generally. <laughs> like I don't go crazy for for much at all. But that doesn't mean that I don't love it or really, really, really enjoy it and and you know and want it that much. Um, but it's just also- your way of coping with how you know exciting it makes you feel. And I think if you're coming from the point of you know, like I said earlier on, trying too hard and you don't feel excited about it because you probably don't feel like you're going to obtain it because you're probably visualising too hard, <laughs> you know? Yeah, so- I think to give it some contrast as well, to go a little bit deeper onto this is that because that's all well and good. You've, you ask if if um, if you don't get excited, is it still going to happen? Yeah. You know? Um, I'm just reading that too. Yeah, it, will it, still it still happen? happen? It's, it's always all, it's, it's going to happen. So if you're feeling good about it. And this is where I'm going to give the contrast here. Now, if you're imagining something and you're not feeling good about it and you're really like, you're, you're wishing it would happen because you don't have it. And you're in that, um, in that mindset of, um, you see here, you say you just feel calm. Now calm is great. Calm for me. I always talk about neutral. I always talk about feeling neutral on a subject, not feeling too great about it because that can sometimes yeah. make you hit a block. Because when you when you really, 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 really want something, yeah. it almost blocks you. Because then you start thinking, "But I can't get it. I can't get it. Why have I not got it?" And then that's when you start second guessing yeah. and questioning yourself. Um, but I would say that to give it contrast, if you're not feeling great about it at all, then that's when that's when you have to sort of go. I need to. I need to change how I'm Go looking at these the visualizations. Board, Go yeah. back to drawing board. What do is I it want actually that I want? What, if I do, you know, yeah. What yeah. do I not want? What is it I don't want? What is it I do want? Yeah, I think you know, with you know, like, like this person says here. As for me, every time and after I do my imaginal act, I feel nothing. I just feel calm. Am I doing it wrong? So why don't you train yourself into um, feeling something? And that's just taking little steps into feeling it as real. So. You know you have a desire. You have to feel some sort of excitement inside to have a desire. You know that because you want the opposite of what you don't yeah, have now. Some sort of good feeling. So you have least. you would have you know some sort of feeling that there is enough. So now you've trained yourself in. Okay, now I know what I want. What would it feel like if I had it? You would probably feel an emotion inside your body, and it would give you a feeling. And with that, just learn. You you yeah. will learn along the way when you keep programming yourself like that, and it. It may, you know, take overnight and it, it might take some time with you getting used to this new way of thinking. And again, when you start practicing how to feel good within your visualization acts, then you wouldn't be putting too much pressure on yourself in thinking, I have to do it, you know, this way, that way. Just you'll learn with it. You'll learn with it. You'll feel the feelings and along the way, honor them 
you know, and to honor them is to go deeper and to go deeper. I mean, as in like, okay, you felt a little feeling there. It wasn't too high. You didn't feel ecstatic, but imagine it again, feel it. And then think of things like, oh my gosh, what can I do with that? What would I do if I had that? I would feel really great. I would feel really good. And see your affirmations. And with that, the feeling will get bigger and bigger and bigger. And before you know it, you would feel excited or ecstatic with your um, visualization. But again, it's belief at the end of the day. If you believe in your visualization, if you believe in the harness of your power to create, then that will create for you. It will happen. You know, the only reason I could say it would not happen so soon for you would be because you're not believing it you're thinking the opposite and you feel burnout and tired from not feeling excited about it. Just get out your own way and just, you know, go back to the drawing board. What is it that I want? You know, I know that I would feel more abundant if I had more money. So that there is a feeling within itself. You could say the word abundant. You would feel a feeling inside. And if you don't, then think of something else to visualize. And again, that feeling and learn from that. That feeling doesn't have to feel it doesn't have to be ecstasy or even excitement. It could just be a fact of feeling good. I want to feel abundant and that gives you a warm feeling inside. And that can be your excitement. You're, you know, again, from one person to another, just because you're not jumping up and down with joy and you're, and yeah. you're doing this visualization and you're that's so, so excited about it, that's to me, that that doesn't matter. As yeah. long as you as long as you have this line where <laughs> this feels good and this doesn't, you know, going above the line feels good, going below the line doesn't. Yeah. If it starts to not feel good, um, then that's when you have to start looking at, your, at at what you're visualizing. Yeah, and stop saying you're doing it wrong because, again, yeah, you're, you don't need to question yourself. Yeah, your subconscious takes command from your consciousness. So if you say you're doing it wrong, then yeah. you're doing it wrong. Remember? Your inner being knows, you know, what you want. Absolutely, you know, your absolutely. Knows. You don't, don't have make to it, make it too hard no, on yourself. No. <laughs> so no, you're not doing it wrong. Your manifestation will come as long as you're feeling good about it. To make it come faster or to to be sure that you want it to come, add these emotions to it, you know, add these feelings and let these feelings in your visualizations give you yeah. these emotions. Um and that might that might be where, where you need help with, you know, um helping the visualization to work the way you want it to work. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So yeah. that's the first question down, first I question think. Down. Yeah, we've done and dusted with that one. And I trust you know, what we've said today would make you go away and, you know, and not put too much pressure on yourself. <laughs> Have fun with it because that's what it is. It's about having fun. Okay. So number two, let's dig right in. So I believe I have been bringing in my SP. He has been coming around, but the problem is he is unemotional. He has a lot going for him. Very successful man in business. Nice material life, but he is addicted to drugs. Can I manifest for him to get off his addiction? Is that even possible? And the answer to that is yes, anything is possible. You are absolutely limitless. You can create every version of yourself and every version of everyone else because remember they're all in your reality so you have the power to create there's no as we always um preach here there's no rule for one and for you know no. for the other so what we could say around you know do you want do you want to start or yeah, you, you start? Carry on, yeah. okay so he's been coming around but the problem is he's unemotional again you've got to stop saying he's unemotional you are you know, you're basically staying in the state of 
thinking and feeling that he's unemotional is a very powerful statement. And that's a belief of yours that you need to change in order for him to be more emotional and connected with you. So we need to stop saying he's unemotional. And yes, you say he's, you know, he's got a lot going for him. He's very successful and he has a nice, you know, life, but obviously he's addicted to drugs. Again, we need to, you know, change our assumption of that matter and um, say he's not addicted to drugs. But what can we do to go further there? So we can say our affirmations that he's not addicted to drugs. But do you truly believe that he can be the man that can come off drugs? Do you truly believe that he cannot be addicted to drugs anymore? So if you can't believe that or, or your mind can comprehend that he can do that, then obviously he's going to stay in the same state as of, you know, who he is right here, right now. So we need to change our beliefs about him. So what can we do to change our beliefs about him is you can visualize seeing him as the man who is not addicted to drugs anymore. And these don't have to be, you know, with the first question of visualization, they don't have to be long. They can literally be like two seconds, 30 seconds, whatever you feel comfortable with. See him saying, you know, I, I don't like drugs anymore. You know, I, I don't want to be on drugs anymore. Drugs don't do anything for him. I think it's also as well, because where you're so probably hyper-focused on him taking drugs and because that's where your focus is and where your attention is, it's probably showing up more in your reality because that's, even though you don't want it to happen, but because your emotional, um, you know, attraction to it is is there and it has no choice but to conform, get bigger and bigger because that's your assumption about him. So it's all to do with how changing how you see it too. Because remember, it's, it's an inner work. When you change how you feel inside, the outside will change too. So we don't talk about, you know, um, not not we talk about I think as in like sorry what I was meant to say is we don't manipulate the 3D like yes you know we talk and we laugh and we interact with others in our 3D um but we don't have to do anything physical in our 3D for it to stop or to change or to um you know dissolve it's very much an inner practice and because you know obviously the word drugs it's people because people see it's quite difficult that's your human um mind of um growing up knowing that people find it difficult to get off drugs yeah it's like you know the word addiction straight yeah. away the word addiction is is a word that yeah um, it's very dominant yeah it's a very and dominant think, word that you think is not um reversible yeah almost and then that's just because it's a word that's been um that you've grown up with and it's been mm-hmm. soaked into your subconscious that that a it's something that is irreversible and it's something that can't be helped you know it's a it's a mental thing it's like a um, block in a way yeah, because like a we see it so yeah. like high like oh my gosh it's you know, going to take us ages to get that person down but remember it has it's the, energy yeah, you know. it's just like anything else you it's just like flicking the switch in you know to turn your light on in your bedroom that's how quick you can get someone to not be addicted to anything it's just you changing your yeah. mind state you know and it's always, it always holds a bad um, notion as well the word addiction so all of these things will be holding into where you are with with this manifestation of him coming around and him being addicted to drugs but it is a case of talking about it differently and yeah. when it's something like this we understand it can be difficult it's like you get this a lot with health problems other health because obviously addiction is a mental health problem if you would want to call it that and a lot of people with health these health kind of things again we've had these hierarchy people um, 
drilling these words and these things into into our heads that make it just all it is is makes it a little bit harder for us to um, manifest those things away for other people and um which is exactly why you ask if it's possible to manifest it away but we have to remember to come back to the solution for this we have to remember that we're limitless and that there is no rules if you can manifest finding a dollar on the floor or a pound on the floor you know then you can manifest finding um, an addiction free perfect example of the sp that you're creating you know it's just that we ourselves are putting this um these limited beliefs in our own selves that we that this person has got this thing and i just don't think i'm going to be able to remove it yes you can you absolutely can but you must you must 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 believe it and again you come back to you know you keep reworking this and and um reverse engineering it yeah and you come back to the point where you've got to say okay how do i go from this person is addicted and, and i really want him but he's got this addiction and, and i can't do anything about it to okay he's not addicted anymore and he's the perfect person you probably can't get there from there it's impossible you can't get there so you need to kind of do it in in baby steps really yeah that's programming you know? yeah. yourself you program yourself to, to say everyone is me pushed out when you understand that, then remember that no one in your reality has free will. So he's only doing and being exactly accordingly to how you think and feel inside. He can only be that. We get a little bit caught up with our 3D because we see them as separate entities when in um, in realness, <laughs> we are the ones that created our SPs in um, to show up for us in, you know, in our life. So subconsciously you've created him to have an addiction it's taken accountability obviously we know that you didn't create him consciously but remember because he's is an entity that's in your reality he can only be do it and have things as such from your state of being like how you think and feel of him and how you see him so what i'm trying to say is is it's an inner work you need to work on your um concept of what am I going to do to move forward in seeing him addiction free? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you have to find that easy place to to be as well. You have to find that place. Um, we talk about ease a lot. You have to find a place where it's easy. You have to yeah. find a place where it's like it's not a pushing, pulling, struggling, um, to and for to and fro thoughts uh, about this thing. Yes, like I've just said before, you can't go from down here to up here, and you can't go from this guy's an addiction to um, they're not addicted anymore and it's great you have to find a place in the middle where you go okay I believe that yeah, yeah yeah you know where you go okay I know I can change this but right now maybe it's not it's not quite changing um, but I know that it will and then you can start working to go okay now I'm in this middle ground where maybe he's no longer you know maybe your first manifestation that is that he's no longer dependent. addicted and yeah. dependent but he does still do what he does now and then and maybe you're still not totally happy with that but then you can look at that as a okay this is great yeah and eventually you will shift it that full way because that way then you go oh actually now there is a possibility yeah now that's not to say that there is a possibility to get off addiction that's to say that there is a possibility that you can believe that you are powerful enough to create the outcome that you want yeah and that's why we do baby steps it's not because addiction is really really hard to get off of it's because it's too hard for you to imagine that it could be that easy to come out of and that's what we always have to understand is that anything we're talking about 
is that we're actually talking about our own thoughts and our own assumptions of what is happening in our outside world. Mm-hmm. And if we get caught up on this person has this thing, you can't win from that situation because if you just pull your power into that thing, then you're not going to change it. So you have to you have to start to really really believe. And again, it's that same old thing that we say is, um, what have you got to lose? You know, what have you got to lose by thinking a little bit better? You could talk about, oh, he's great, but he has addiction. Oh, he's great, but he has addiction. Yeah, it's how you, you know? how you speak. Yeah, as well. how you speak. So, what's yeah. what you know? What have you got to lose just to talk a little bit nicer about the situation? And and maybe your conversation, even into yourself, is he has an addiction, but he's thinking about getting off it. I know he is. I know he wants to. I know he doesn't want to do this all the time. Yeah, it's not you know, regardless of what he says or, or what you see in your three D, because the circumstance does not matter. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. So. With that said, you're not, so, you know, basically <clears throat> is everything is possible and it's only possible into the belief of how far you can believe into it being possible. So if you want him to be addict, you know, addiction free, yeah. then you need to start changing yourself in that matter to seeing him differently. Yeah. Same as the, in the unemotional state, like you've said, he's been coming around, but he's the problem is he is unemotional. Again, that's just something you have somehow subconsciously put um, a label on maybe this type of person um, that you, you know, someone that you really, really like and, you know, that they're unemotional. But you, again, you need to change change that um, assumption of him mm-hmm. in the same way, you know. And if you have to do baby steps by saying, he's actually showing a little bit of emotion today. That's what yeah. I've seen. You know, then eventually it can be, I show so much emotion. Then it's like, oh, he's completely emotionally available to me. Yeah. And you do it in the steps. Um, yeah. Until, and you and your steps, again, when you come back to doing steps, you talk about time and how long is that? How long have I got to do it for? You just do it until it feels good in yourself. Because it's when you, when you yourself start to believe these things, what you'll start seeing, and again, it's the same old thing, you'll just start seeing them all unraveling. They will just all start yeah. to unravel. And then yeah. you'll go, I knew this. I knew I could do this. I knew, I knew, I knew. Yeah, just believe in and yourself. And that is all it is. It's, it's about believing in yourself and, and maybe taking the baby steps um, if you need to. Yeah, absolutely. Great question. There you go. A lot of people do, <laughs> you know, they do talk about addiction. They do see it as something that's as hard, something that's, they? Um, Yeah, something that's non-reversible. But it, yeah. it is, it truly is within yourself with four other people. yeah. You know, um, there's there is no rule for one manifesting one thing, um, you know, and not another. If you can manifest an SP into your life, you you can also manifest health um, for yourself or for other or for yeah. you know. For that's just an example. It's there's no rules. Doesn't matter who they are and what they are and what it is. Yeah, it's all possible. <laughs> <laughs> right. Question three. Question three. Right. Have you ever not gotten something you were manifesting? And if so, why do you think it didn't come through? And furthermore, in retrospect, was it for the best that it didn't? I did something better come along. Did you realize it wasn't in alignment with who you are, etc.? Okay. That's a very, very good question. Very good question. Do you know how to yeah. answer that? Yeah. Have I ever not gotten something I was manifesting? We're always manifesting 24-7, right? If I'm manifesting something and it hasn't shown up in the 3D yet, then I change my thoughts and I changed what 
reality I want to see around me. And that manifestation now isn't on the cards. So let's say, you know, you're manifesting a Ferrari, but then you don't end up getting a Ferrari, you end up manifesting a Lamborghini. Does that mean that the manifestation didn't happen? In, if you like, the 4D realm, you always had the Ferrari. You you could you felt the feeling of having the Ferrari. You you already had you already had the Ferrari. In the 3D world, you may not have seen it, but then you went and bought a Lamborghini instead. Because the afterwards you thought, oh, do you know what? I didn't really want the Ferrari actually. What I actually want is a Lamborghini. Now I'm manifesting the Lamborghini. So then the Ferrari might turn up and they say, Oh, here's a Ferrari. Do you want this? And you say, No, actually I don't, because I actually prefer the Lamborghini. I would say the only reason that I haven't gotten a manifestation personally is because I've changed where I, what I was creating, where I was creating it. And so I wouldn't say that when you talk about is it for the best, that it didn't, did something better come along or did you realise it wasn't in alignment with you, you can't manifest anything that isn't in alignment with you in that moment. So whatever is showing up is what is in alignment with you for better or for worse. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a very good answer to that because I was going to say something like that with, um, you know, was it for the best, you know, that it didn't happen. And I, I think majority of people in their life, you know, they've um, wanted something and then obviously it didn't manifest. And then maybe a year later, they were like, you know what, I'm very happy that didn't, you know, manifest. Well, yes, because in that moment in time now, you're a different person. But back then, you know, you were a, a whole new person back then to who you are, you know, now. So maybe your alignment back then was much different to who you are now. So the reason why things doesn't, you know, they don't show up or they do show up is, is basically it comes back to what thoughts are you having, you know, how you feeling about it inside and um and respects to your beliefs about it. So yeah. things can only manifest if you really truly believe that they will manifest. They can't they can't manifest unless you don't truly believe it. Yeah. If you're consciously manifesting. Yeah. You know, if we're talking about if we're talking about conscious manifesting, um again, if you're trying to manifest something um and you're consciously manifesting it. And you're not quite in alignment with it yet. It has. It won't show up. It, it won't show up. As simple as that. But if you then take your awareness to somewhere else, like I say, it may show up in a different way. But I can't say that I have not gotten something that I was manifesting consciously. Yeah, absolutely. No. Everything that I consciously want has manifested, and the things that didn't manifest, or the things that have manifest through either my consciousness or my subconscious is neither here or there really no, because-, because they're not your they're not your thought of what you actually now want yeah so regardless of of whether they they came up or not they they well they can't really because you're yeah. not you're not consciously um putting your focus that that is what you want because you got to remember as well like i say your inner self your your consciousness knows what you want as well yeah. so when you're having these thoughts of what you want, your consciousness already knows. So when you shift from, I don't really want a Ferrari anymore, I want a Lamborghini now. Did I go, well, that manifestation didn't work? No, I just changed my mind. I changed my mind and I wanted to, the other thing. Yeah. You know. See, the thing with me as well, if I feel like something is not showing up for me and did not, you know, like this person said, have you ever not gotten something you were manifesting? Well, 
that's just feedback for me to say, right, well, I know what I want and I'm going to buckle down to get what I want. If something didn't show up for me, it's just feedback for me to say, okay, what am I doing within that's not allowing me to receive the desire that I want or manifest the thing that I want? And the thing with me is that I always get consciously, like I consciously always receive the things that I want. And they happen because of how aligned I am with myself inside to the thing that I want to manifest. So have you ever not gotten something you were manifesting? I don't think I could answer that because everything that I want yeah, does happen. Everything, got, we, yeah, everything, yeah. everything that we want or I want, I yeah. can't speak for Sarah necessarily, but she's saying much the same, but everything I want, I have manifested. Yeah. And if it, and maybe, and I probably have had many things that I've wanted in the past and I, I didn't ever receive them or get them. Um, but in this moment now, Am I manifesting them? No. If it was something for for better or for worse. I've never had something that I've thought, oh, blimey, I was manifesting that thing. Glad that didn't happen. <laughs> Jeez, that would have been a nightmare now because that's that's just not how it works because you're not in alignment with that. Yeah. So you can't be. Same way the other way. If you're if you're in this if you're in a, a bad space and you're in a, and you're in alignment with 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 um things that are unfavorable, yeah, they will keep on coming because that's where your alignment is lying. That is ultimately a lot of subconscious manifesting as opposed to consciously. Yeah. You're not consciously trying to completely break yourself down and have bad experiences. Yeah. But in terms of conscious manifesting, I would say, is there ever anything we've not gotten? No. Yeah. No. And I think going back to, you know, was it for the best that something didn't manifest? And it's like, well, if something, you know, unfavorable manifests, I never get, you know, um, I mean, obviously in that moment, I'll be upset. You know, my human emotions will, um, you know, have a feeling and I would feel something. But then I would come back to clarity of, wait a sec, if I manifested that, I don't need to dwell on that anymore. I know that I can manifest what I want. So that's the reason why I don't feel too upset with like, was it for the best that it didn't manifest? Well, if I wanted it, great, it manifested. If I didn't want it, it won't manifest. Yeah, it comes back to that, that yeah. like conscious awareness, Yeah, if you like, um, yeah. of knowing that if something hasn't worked out and it's not working out that you just get you get back to the, the, the beginning step yeah. don't you yeah you get back to knowing what you don't want knowing what you do want yeah working out if you have any blocks or limited beliefs on the thing if you yeah. do there's your first problem you know yeah because it's, it's easy to manifest you're manifesting everything 24 7 you're breathing the sun coming up you're manifesting all of it you're very powerful being but now we know that we can consciously create things on demand, on you know, with purpose, you know, click, 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 like really quick. <laughs> that rhymed. <laughs> but what I'm saying is now that we know that we can create exactly what we want, sometimes it feels like there's a little bit of um, a hurdle to jump because it's believing that we can create the things that we want. So we don't worry about the sun, you know, not coming up. We know the sun's going to come up in the morning. And we know the moon's going to come up after. So we don't worry about that. And it happens. It happens smoothly because we have no, um, you know, we don't like believe something that it's not going to happen. We know it's going to happen. So when we, you know, with everything else that's, you know, in our life that's manifesting or not manifesting or was it for the best, it just goes back to are you in alignment with it or are you not in alignment with it? And that's that basically. Yeah. Can't think I could... No. Talking more about it, no. really. That's that's what it is. That is. That's what it is, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so what question are we on now? Question four. On question four. Okay, who's reading this one? 
you can read this one. Do you want to read this one or do you want me? This is a very, <laughs> a very, very long, long question. One. <laughs> okay, forgive me if I butcher it, but let's see. Okay, I'm having a little... Okay, I'm feeling a little stuck manifesting my SP. I've seen movement, but it doesn't feel as if the movement is progressing. It's almost like a glass ceiling sort of feeling. I've started seeing a lot of angel numbers as of recent, and I even had one really vivid dream about us finally meeting. Up, I woke up in the morning after practically walking on air, but that's as far as it ever got. I feel as if I'm in the happy in that happy space mentally where I'm living in the end, but it's getting discouraging that I feel like I'm still stuck waiting in this 3D. I think it's particularly because, is it particularly or partially? Sorry, partially. partially. (laughs) (laughs) Butchered it already. I think it's partially because I was putting out mixed signals about which person I want to be with. So since having that realization, I've definitely been focusing on one person and have released the other. I've also noticed my SP is on my mind a lot, and especially when I see angel numbers. And then I start to feel silly pining after someone who hasn't answered me in about six weeks. Okay, so I've been flipping it. I called out to the universe and said, okay, fine. From now on, when I see angel numbers, I'm taking it to mean that he is thinking about me. Is this the right way to go? It feels like since I've put that out there, I'm seeing them even more. I just don't know how to progress beyond this point where I actually start to see changes in my 3D instead of feeling like I'm stuck on a plateau. That's a big question. That's a very, very long question. The reason we've left it big, some of the, some of the questions we, we sort of condense down and just get into the, the sort of the raw thing a bit. But this one actually has, I think, I feel like this question has a lot of things going on that I think it's going to be really interesting to break down. Yeah. So... That being said, do you want to start with this or do you want me to? I could give my little input. Um, I've got a feeling we're probably both going to say the same yeah. thing. <laughs> there's, there's, a few, there's a few points here that are, that are interesting, but yeah, go on, you go. Yeah. Okay. So you're feeling stuck manifesting your SP. You've seen movement, but it doesn't feel as if the movement is progressing. That could be many factors. It could be... Um, you don't feel you're good could be your self-concept you know the limitations that you put on yourself that creates blocks in your reality it could be how you're thinking and feeling and what you're saying about the matter because you're so dominantly focused in that sometimes it just feels like it's a slow progress or no progress at all and it's almost like you know um you're giving your power away a little bit you know you're seeing a lot of these angel numbers that turn up in your reality whenever you um think of your sp and let me just remind you that just goes to show you how powerful you are you created something with a story to to believe that you know when i see angel numbers he's thinking about me or you know vice versa so if you truly believe that then go ahead with that believe that but if you don't you know remember you're the one that creates in your reality you know there's nothing outside of you that waves a wand i.e these angel these angel numbers that say right because you've seen these numbers now we're going to give you your manifestation so he is thinking about you and he is you know it's no one else doing that. It's you saying that. So if you believe that, then that can only be. So it's whichever way you see the angel numbers. For me, for me personally, I know that I create my reality. So I know that no one is putting these numbers around here. For me, other than myself, it's me that has done that. So I should give the credit to myself, nothing else. If you believe that someone's doing that for you and it works in your favor, 
ride with that go with that if you believe that but you know in what I preach and what I practice here is that I am the creator of my reality and if I feel that these angel numbers is going to bring me my manifestation then it can only be that because that's my assumption my belief and my mannerisms and how I see that that's how I personally yeah. see you know angel numbers so that's a it's, for me that's it's what this question is like a double-edged sword yeah so again second in what you have said um, where you say, I called out to the universe and said, okay, fine, from now on when I see angel numbers, I'm taking it to mean that he is thinking about me. That's all well and good. But for me... We don't want to stop it there. Like for me, the universe, is you, that's you calling out to yourself. Yeah. Now, the reason I say it's a double-edged sword is because now you say, um, it feels like since I put them out there, I'm seeing them even more. I just don't know where to progress from this point. But also what you need to remember is that it's not only when you see the angel numbers that he is thinking about you, okay? So um, I see angel numbers. I'm taking it to mean that he is thinking about me. Is this the right way to go? It's great that when you see angel numbers, you take that as real true confirmation that he's thinking about you. That is a That is an assumption you have put as Sarah said, it's an assumption that you have put in your own space um, yeah. that you have created, and that's great. But what you shouldn't be taken away from is that that is the only time that he thinks, that about, he thinks you. about you. Because what you now need to create is, well, actually, he's thinking about me all, all the, the time. time. <laughs> he just doesn't stop thinking about me. Yeah. See, if you could believe that as much as you believe that when you see angel numbers, he's thinking about you, then everything would be would be in place because you truly believe that when you see angel numbers he's thinking about you and so he is but you don't believe he's thinking about you any other time yeah that's why you got this double-edged sword it's great you've got this thing that is like your it's not a physical thing of course um but you've got this thing that when you see it it happens or or you feel like it's happening you need to feel like it's happening all the time and not just with the angel numbers yeah because you are restricting um you're restricting your power you're you're restricting your limitless power to create yeah. um, by just saying, oh, well, I, I've now got to wait until the clock strikes 11.11, for example, for him, um, to, think for him to think about it, you know, for him to think about you. Um, yeah. So I think what we need to do is we need to strip that back and be like, take our power back and, okay, I create angel numbers all the time, speaking as, you're, you, know, as you. So you're creating all these angel numbers. You know, if you can create that, then you can damn well create the things that you want. That's how powerful you are. I can't even, you know, stress it enough. <laughs> so basically, um, like you said, it sounds like you probably put in too much hardship on yourself because now you said you were um, manifesting two SPs. But because you felt it was difficult, that's probably you not understanding that you can have that particular person. So you've probably got two people with your eyes on thinking if one doesn't work out, then I might well have, you know, I probably can go for the other one. No, if you want something, you put your mind onto it and you manifest that. I mean, if you want to manifest two SPs, be my guest, you know, it's your world. But don't do it in respect of because I find it difficult to manifest one. That's why I've got a backup. <laughs> so yeah. again, your focus, you know whatever truly there's you know, the there. desire that you want that you want to take you know and like you said here you said you're now focusing on one so if that's how far your mind can comprehend in believing that this person is going to um you know come towards me then 
go with that flow. You know, if you want to manifest one person, go with that flow. That feels good to you. So I think to finally stop feeling stuck in, you know, in this manifestation and to speed up the progress of seeing movement and not just angel numbers and synchronicities, because remember, they're all you. Just know that if I can create all these synchronicities, then why can't I not create what I want? Okay, so let's let's get let's push them to one side. Take the synchronicities out of it. Take the angel numbers, you know, the one one ones and the five five fives and the two 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 twos and all that stuff. Just push them to one side, not to um, be disrespectful to people that have a belief in that matter. But remember, what we teach here is that you create your reality. Yeah. It's you. So that's what I preach. So take them out of the equation and. Now you can go back to the drawing board of, okay, how can I get more progress? So what is it that I need to do in seeing more progress is taking my power back, thinking thoughts that go in favor and what I want, how I speak about the matter, what my beliefs are, what my mannerisms, you know, what do I do when I see angel numbers or what do I do when I think of this person? You know, it's just changing those little um, things, you know, the, the states that you are in and, to something that's favorable for you. So when you change them, then your reality, you know, will change around you. It's kind of hard here because you haven't really put exactly what is it that you want, have they? It's just much no, of they're seeing angel numbers. One of one of the big things I think here, and it is something that um, you know, you like where you say you put it out to the universe, I think an important part, um, not that I'm um against you know, there's spiritual the law of attraction people. and spiritual uh, spiritual people and, and the law of this and law of that. And I know we call it this the law of assumption um, mastery. And that's because it's it's our mix of um of of a lots of different things really. Yeah. But the the majority of it comes from this idea that our thoughts create um yeah. and that what we assume to be true is true. Yeah. Um whereas like a law of attraction point might be Oh, I'm going to ask for this thing, and then the universe is going to bring it to me. Yeah, you know, I mean, I first started with with law of attraction and stuff like that, and I'm not saying that law of attraction doesn't work or anything like that at all. Um, it's everything. The law of attraction is what you assume it to be. So if you assume it to be that way, then that's the way. For me personally, and I can't speak of anyone else, um, but for me personally, when I started to use something like the law of attraction um, to my own power, i.e. saying, okay, the universe isn't this outside thing. And I'm only addressing this because of the way you've you've put this in the question um, about that you put it out to the universe. The universe isn't this big outside thing. It's my it, it's my inner self. It, it's me. Like I'm the universe. And so if I ask for something, then I'm asking myself for something. Now when you become when you get the awareness, you start to go, I don't need to ask myself for this thing. I don't need to put it out to the world about angel numbers or about this or that he thinks about me whenever. Yeah. I've just got to put it to myself that he thinks about me when I'm doing this. Yeah. That That's all it is. And I think all you do when you say, I'm going to put it out to the universe, it's almost it, it almost feels like, or I used to feel this way anyway, I used to think that if I'm putting it out to the universe, A, I'm, I'm giving away my power, and B, the only reason why I would put all of my power into something else is because I don't feel confident in getting the thing. And so if I don't feel confident in getting the thing, if I don't get the manifestation that I want, I can blame the universe. And it's like a, it's like this feeling of, oh, it's something to blame. Oh, the universe just isn't good to me. Oh, you know, God isn't just isn't good to me. When you bring it all in and say, 
this universe thing or God thing, whatever you want to call it, is actually me and I create all of it. You've got no fallback on blaming anyone except yourself. And this, I think, is the big thing that people have a big problem with yeah. is they don't like to blame themselves. Whereas me, if I'm manifesting something, it hasn't turned up and maybe something unfavorable even comes up, I will firstly blame myself. I will go, right, Craig, this is your problem. You've done this. Yeah. Suck it up and let's forgive yourself and let's now start creating the new thing. So that's something to bear in mind. Again, we're not telling you how you should believe what you should believe um, because this is, you know, the, the law of assumption is all about your thoughts and what you assume to be true. But I think that is a little bit of a takeaway that you may be able to get from this is to just start really believing in yourself because as soon as you give power to any other entity at all, you will become weaker for it. You will lose your power. You will lose your you know, your yeah. ability to create yeah. because you're expecting something else to do your work. Yeah. And for me, Absolutely. it doesn't work like that. As soon as I took that power in, that is when magic starts happening. That's, yeah. You know, that's when. And I think that's why me, it hasn't been progressing for you because you believe that. You're waiting for someone to give you. Yeah. To give you this thing. Yeah. And when you see that sign, that's when you can say, oh, he's thinking about me now. So I've got to wait for another sign for him in order to do so. And that's probably why he hasn't come in, why he hasn't texted you, why he hasn't, you know, asked to meet up. It's because you're waiting for these signs to happen for him to feel like, you know, oh, he's thinking about me. No, he's thinking about you yeah. all the time. No, don't get us wrong. We love signs. <laughs> we, we love the angels, the angel numbers and all that sort of, sort of thing. Well, yeah. I mean, and it's, but for, for us, it's like a, it's, I suppose it's just like a fun thing that you hey, go, but I did. oh, wicked. this is cool. <laughs> love that. Yeah. And, and you, you do, but for us it doesn't stop there it doesn't no. it, it's not like what i'm saying yeah. oh when 11 11 comes up yeah, or like we just 22, saw a minute ago. <laughs> it's like oh my god this is like this is this is the only time when something amazing is going to happen mm. it's just now and then the rest of the time it's like oh well just go wait for it just again wait now no, no. We, no it's just basically it's just clarification of like wow we're that powerful we can create seeing these synchronicities you know what what can we do from here yeah you know yeah, give your power back to yourself is, yeah. is my big takeaway for this one. Yeah. Appreciate your question. <laughs> it was a really good question as well. Right, right so, so we? question number five. five. Da, da, da. I think I read the last question. I wasn't meant to. It was meant to be your question. All right. <laughs> so but we're on question five. Yeah. Okay. I was in no contact from February with my SP and I spontaneously texted him this Sunday. We texted and he kept his fingers crossed for my exams. Then he wanted to know the results. Yesterday I asked him about him and his school. He read it yesterday and nothing. I work on my self-concept, but not confident in the relationship area. I'm manifesting him what to do next. I don't want to push him away and ruin it. Thank you. You can't ruin it unless you self-sabotage and, and, and um, think the worst thoughts about how the relationship could go. If you think it's not going to work, it's not going to work. Um, that's the simple answer to it. Um, when you work on your self-concept, but you're not confident in relationship area, then work more on your relationship area um, within your self-concept. You know, are you worthy? Um, are you worthy for this person? Are you, the, you know, are you good enough? The answer is yes, 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 and yes. You know, you, you, you bring yourself up um, as high as you possibly can. Um, because following on from the last question, no one else is 
no one else is there to do it for you. So you have to bring your self-concept up in line with with the relationship that you want. Yeah. You know, it's no good saying, oh, I want this really good relationship, but I'm just I'm just not good enough for it. Mm-hmm. Then you won't be good enough for it. And that's the the simple thing because your thoughts and your assumptions are pointing towards the fact that you, you know, that you're you're not good enough for the relationship. Yeah. So it says here you were in no contact from February and you spontaneously text him. So did you come up, you know, from a place of love when you text him or did you come from a place of because I haven't heard from him, I might have to reach out. So I feel like I'm closer to him. And then when I receive a text message, then I'll feel good within myself. See, a lot of people go down that route because they don't believe and trust themselves to um, create um, contact. So they feel like they have this needy, wanting energy. And because it's needy and wanting rather than come from the place of, I'm going to text you because I don't care for a reply. I'm doing it because I love you. And yes, you love me. But I don't need a response. It makes me feel good. I'm not doing it to make me feel good in the respect of getting some sort of, you know, respond back. I'm doing it because I know that he's going to like it regardless. Okay. So um, you text him and you um, you, basically you text him and um, you wanted to know the results of your exams and you're trying to exchange, you know, text back, you know, back and forth. And then you ask him about his, and then obviously he read the question and then nothing. So I'm, you know, assuming that he left you on read. So you haven't had a reply or by now you probably have had a reply. Um, but this goes to people that are probably feeling the same thing that in their reality being left on read or what we call, you know, what they call yeah. ghosted. So, like you said, you said here, you work on your self-concept, but you're not confident. Then you're not really working on your self-concept. You can't be confident if you're questioning your self-concept because being confident, self-concept, you, you wouldn't even need to even say the word no. self-concept. You would just be knowing and doing and receiving the things that you um, want because you you know and feel yourself to be worthy of it all. So um, again, um you say here you're not confident in the relationship area. So that's a big affirmation. That is a huge affirmation. And because it's belief of yours, then you're always going to have scenarios where things don't turn up for you because you're not confident in the relationship area. So you need to change that. You need to get confident. You need to feel confident and you need to know that you are confident and um, to have what you want. So that's something that I would say to you to um, stop saying is that you're not confident and um and what to do next you don't want to push him away and ruin it so okay you can't ruin anything even if you felt like you did ruin it you didn't ruin it because remember you can manifest anything things can change just like that so it does not matter that's why we say circumstances don't matter you can have the worst case scenario right now him saying don't want to speak to you don't want to see you and Yes, okay, it might feel awful, but there's no need to be upset by it because for, for you know for for too long because you know that you can create what you want. It's just getting back onto the game of what is it that I want? What is it that I want to create? How am I saying about things? What am I speaking about things? How are my mannerisms? What am I doing? What am I, you know, who am I engaging with? What energy am I being around? They and what assumptions am I having? They all play a part in what you are going to do next. So if something unfavorable happens. It's just feedback for you to say, right, well, now I know what I don't want. (laughs) What do I do want? The complete opposite. And how am I going to get there? By changing who I am inside, by not giving a shit, basically. So if something unfavorable happens, you just 
tell yourself like, okay, this time, this is, this is my desire now. It's something for me to get excited about. I know where I need to go and I know what I want, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's that same thing. When you say you don't want to push him away and ruin it, that is where just the fact that you've put that in the question, that is where your focus is. Yeah. Your focus is pushing him away and ruining it. Mm-hmm. You you've, you might ask, you might say at the end, oh, I just don't want to do that. But that just saying that yeah. shows you that that is in your consciousness right now. Yeah. That is what you're thinking about. That's what you're predominantly thinking about. And don't get me wrong, we're here to answer the questions and you need to ask them. And, and this is what happens when we get stuck. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being stuck. Um, you know, there are... You have roller coasters, don't you? When you're when you're learning all of this stuff, and yeah, when just you're when you're trying of, to you know get yeah, when you're yeah. trying to get your beliefs right yeah. and, and and true to yourself, yeah, and you know you got different people telling you different things. Not anything to do with the law of assumption or anything, but in in other you know walks of your life where you know you're being advised by friends and family and whatever, yeah, and you kind of don't know what to do, so you have to ask a question. But Pushing that's something. These little things in these questions are probably the parts where you can learn the most about. Because again, if you have to ask about your self-concept or if you have to say that you're doing really well in your self-concept, but you struggle in a relationship area, then you're not doing well in your self-concept. That's not to say we're sure you've been trying, but what is to say is that are you, putting the yeah, are you really, really putting the practices in? Are you really, really, really starting to make yourself, you know, be completely, yeah. you know, um, un, unfuckwivable if you, if you like, you know, <laughs> that you are the person that, that really, really matters in this word. story, you know, that really matters in this story. Yeah. And so when you when you do put things like, I don't want to push him away and ruin it, that is what you're predominantly thinking about. So you have to completely 180 that and you have to think, I am not going to think about ruining this and pushing him away. I'm just not going to think about that. I'm going to think about um, how good the relationship is, what an amazing relationship we have. You're going to think about if you do text him, then you're just going to text him because you feel like texting him. Yeah, stop don't assuming that because he's read it and he hasn't replied back, that's something to do with you. It's got yeah. nothing to do with you. It's to the fact that it's, you believe that he doesn't, you know, he reads your messages and that he doesn't respond to them. Yeah. That's a belief of yours. And, and with that, it has to it has to pan out. It has to be manifested. And now it's manifested. Now it's come to the surface and it's happened. This is just time for you to say, well, what can I do now? I can, you know, start off with, you know, affirmations like, no, he doesn't leave me on red. He loves responding back to me. Yeah. And then believe that after time. What are you doing to, you know, to then, believe that? You know, Visualization, if, you know? Yeah, if when you're left on red, it's the same old thing. You get left on red and now you feel bad. Now you feel sad about it. You feel angry, sad, whatever it might be. Because he's taking control of your happiness. You've given him that power and all you've done is made yourself weaker. That's all you've done. You've done nothing yeah. else. You've done nothing else. And again, when you reverse engineer all this and you look at it, you go, well, I messaged him because I wanted to speak to him and, that, and that's fine. You don't always have to wait for a text message and this or all this other rubbish. I don't believe in all of that. Again, when I talk about inspired action, um, it has to, as long as it's coming from a good place and I'm not going to send a message going, oh, I'll send them a message then. Let's see if they reply. You're going to get nowhere. Yeah. If I send a message and I'm just like, I, I just going to send them a message. I don't care if I get a reply. I don't care if they read it, leave me on red. I don't care if they don't read it. Um, if they reply, that'll be great as well. I'm not going to send a message yeah. and think if they reply, I'm going to, so I'm going to send the message because I feel like sending a message. If they reply, I'm going to feel great. If they don't reply, I'm going to feel really sad. If they leave it on red, I'm going to be angry. That's me giving all of my power away to a tick on a WhatsApp message. 
you know? And when you listen to it and when you hear it that way, that's the sort of things that I used to listen to and hear and think, that's crazy. What on earth am I doing letting a WhatsApp message or a text message or a messenger message control how control my happiness? Yeah. And that is all you do when you do that. So by all means, you reach out when you feel good and you feel in the space of like love and happiness and you just want to reach out to someone and just say, hey, or just ask them a question but you don't care. And when you get to that point of, you can say, I'm going to message this person yeah. and I do not care if they even reply, what they reply, when they reply, I just don't care. That is when you've already had a conversation that's lasted 50 messages and you're all falling in love with each other. That's when that happens because you're coming from a place where you're not letting them control your happiness. Yeah. Just because you don't care for having the message response doesn't mean you don't care about the person. It just shows that to yourself that you have that you're taking control of your yeah. own happiness. Absolutely. Um, you know, and so whenever you do anything like this, and whenever you do reach out, and because again, a lot of our questions come from I texted him this day, he replied, then he didn't reply. Then I got sad and then this and then this and then this. It's just too much spiraling. It's all it's all you giving your power away. It's all you giving your power away to these to other people, you know? And then you allow that power to then make you think, oh, my self-concept's off. Because you shouldn't be asking the question. Your self-concept's on point always. End of. End of. No one can shake me. That's it. You know? I feel great in all these areas of my life. And that's yeah. that's that's it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's very, very good. Very, very good, you know, answer to that question. So, yeah, so where do you go from next? You start to put yourself, you know, first. Start yeah. to put yourself first. You start to do things out of love and kindness and not out of you wanting a response to try and make you feel better. Yeah. That's what you do, you know, and all the, all the things in between. You know, yeah. we could talk about affirmations. We could talk about um, scripting, story writing, visualizing, yeah. meditating. Work on self. <clears throat> <laughs> that's it yeah work on self that's what it is that's all yeah. always what it is yeah. so yeah <laughs> awesome okay so this is our last and final question, last question. for this for week for episode five i don't think we mentioned episode five at the beginning did we do we mention episode no, five this is i don't episode think we need five. to but this yeah. is episode five now you got to the end of it wow episode five but- <laughs> <laughs> okay so the last question Many say to manifest multiple desires, including multiple things in one single visual act. In my case, I can't focus on all of them in a single visual act. So I do two or even three different visual act sessions. Will both of them still manifest? Well, you, well there's, again, there's no rule, you know, to however you visualize, you know, it's however you feel good in that matter. And will they, man- you know, will they manifest? Do you believe they'll manifest if you did it like that? That's something on you. So, again, it's not difficult to visualize. All you have to do is think of something that you want. And if it feels good to you to, I mean, you say here you're manifesting multiple desires. So, I mean, are you thinking of a car, money and SP all in one visualization? I mean, you can. You can do that. If, if you feel good, you can probably think of being in a car, going out, shopping with your SP. Done. That's that's yeah. multiple, you know, um, visualizations of, yeah. you know, things that you want. But if you can't do that and you can't think of that and you can't comprehend, 
of something as such happening, it goes back to baby steps of how comfortable you feel with it. So if you feel that you take a moment to yourself and you visualize, you know, your SP in one imaginational act and then maybe um, later on, you know, but you don't have to spend hours or even, <laughs> you know, visualize it, you know, visualizing. No. You need to just literally three seconds of visualizing SP, money done, done for the day. Go off and do your thing. Again, it's the law of assumption. So it's all about what you believe to be possible, what yeah. you believe to be true, what you believe to be possible. If you yeah. believe that you can visualize these things separately, then that's that's how you visualize. If you believe you can visualize multiple things all at once, then do multiple things all at once. Yeah, they both work. If you're really good at visualizing, then you could probably you could probably visualize tens of multiple things at once. Just like Sarah just said, like you could just make a massive scenario where all those things happen. And, you know, if you enjoy visualizing and it's the the, the manifesting tool that you yeah. um, that you like to do and that you do all the time and it comes most easy to you, then maybe that's what you do. But if it's not and you sit there and you try and visualize and you just get angry and frustrated with it because you yeah. can't quite do it, then don't don't do it. Yeah, just go back to you what know? you feel comfortable with don't, and that's really it really, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's it's all about um it's all about being comfortable with what you do. Yeah. Like I say, I visualize a lot. Sarah visualizes, but she scripts and she's truly getting down. Yeah. You script, don't you? Yeah. And I love because it. she she writes and I mean I sit down with a pen and paper and I will have block for about ten minutes and I'll just be like, What do I what do I write? I don't really know what, what I want to write. Whereas I can sit here and visualize whatever I want really easily and things will just turn up, turn up, yeah. turn up. Constantly. It just comes down to what you're familiar with and yeah. what you're comfortable with. So if with. you, what I'm trying to say is if if you're unsure about visualising, maybe you love visualising, there's not enough context, I suppose, in the question. Yeah. Um, but if if you, let's say you love visualising um, and you just really want to learn how to do it better or how you should or shouldn't do it, there's no right or wrong by any means. There's only, do I feel good? Do yeah. I not feel good? Um doing it this way if you feel great just manifesting or visualizing you with an sp and then you also feel great just when you just think about having lots of money then do it that way mm -hmm. there's there's no need to ask that question um we're glad you did to give us a chance to answer it <laughs> but <laughs> you know um those sort of things are all you're always doing it right yeah this is what comes down to it you're not yeah. you're never you're never messing up you're never doing it wrong um you're always doing it right if you believe it's right. The only reason you're doing it wrong is because you don't believe it's right. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You know, because you don't believe that's how it's meant to be done. Yeah, that's and it. so you're, yeah. you're basically nearly all, all of the time you're putting your own block um, on the thing you're trying to do. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, I couldn't put any more to that. You you literally described it to the fullest yeah. of what I So will both of them well. manifest, then they will still both manifest yeah. if you believe they will both still manifest doing it that way. There you go. That's it. <laughs> you heard it from Craig. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to join us next time because we're talking about our best advice to beginners trying to manifest their first big dream. We're also revealing the connection between the Amazon order and your manifestation and if manifesting for other people is even possible at all. If you would like a question answered on the show, you can email us. Simply send it to question at lawofassumptionmastery.com or why not join our thriving Facebook group Law of Assumption Mastery where you can leave your questions with us directly via DM.